about transformations. That's what I think COVID's going to do. You want to talk about transformations, Gongas girl? I want to talk about transformations because I think... Does this mean that you change your name? Are you no longer going to be Gongas girl? I hadn't thought about that type of transformation. So I think, you know, pretty much everything that we know about life itself has changed in only a couple of weeks. Not the people that are, that are, that have been on Bondi, St Kilda Beach, or down at uh, Bell's Beach today, but for us, well, now, well, you know, for them, it's only a quote mild illness, and so you know, no worries, mate. But it's been interesting when we think about different aspects of our lives, and I think so. For me, I have like the anaesthetist bit which has changed because um, a lot of my work now with elective surgery being cancelled, that's changing. A lot of the rosters are changing. People's roles and relationships are changing. But at home, my my role as wife and mother is changing. And I was, I've spent more time at home with my children who aren't at school. And I... I'm not what you would classify as the domestic goddess. <laughs> not really, really? by any stretch of the imagination. And I know that it's our one year anniversary of meeting and I'm I know. pretty sure that you're well aware of that. So some things are changing. So I saw some like ripe bananas, three yep. of them that were a about to like be no good and I and I pulled out Mary Berry's um cookbook and I made I some like out, like the baker's cookbook like it wasn't it wasn't yeah. basic baking or I don't know some other <laughs> type of baking or whatever it's like the baker the baker's baking cookbook yeah and I here I am, I've got my, these bananas that need to be used up and I've got Mary Berry's, you know, inspiration. And here I am like, you know, putting ingredients in a bowl and following a recipe and putting them in the oven. And it was kind of interesting because the kids were like, what the hell is, what's your voice? Just everybody listening, this is a very big deal for Tanya. Yeah, so... Here I am, I'm baking. I was also doing things like there's drawers in the kitchen that are kind of yuck. I'm like cleaning out drawers. I'm like washing clothes. I'm like trying to sort of homeschool-ish my kids with their teachers online. Well, I mean, you sort of say whole, it's sort of, you say homeschool, but it's not really homeschool because their, their teachers are all online. So the three of them are all on iPads and they've got schedules and lessons with their teachers. So I don't really want to say homeschooling because I'm not doing it. Actually, the teachers are still doing it, but just trying to keep them, trying to keep them on track. And, you know, it's like someone said, you know, no one's ever going to ask a stay at home mother what they do all day. And it's like, yep (laughs) no one's ever gonna say that again but it's 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 tough times we're all we're all becoming something that we weren't before yeah and I guess um I feel like that you've got this um other unique perspective as someone who is a New Zealander living in Australia and you've kind of got like your your parents and your sister and family is in New Zealand on, in lockdown and we're here in Australia and not in lockdown 
Yeah, it's been really, I must say, after escalating uh, intensity in terms of my parents and my grandmother to try and get them isolated in New Zealand, because clearly, you know, much like Australia is behind Italy, um, New Zealand was sort of a little bit behind in terms of this disease, trying to get them to really understand my viewpoint from knowing what we know on Twitter from our colleagues overseas and knowing that this thing's coming. So I've kind of had this escalating thing with them. And I must say, uh, when Jacinda, was it last weekend, said, all right, you know, if you come into New Zealand, you're going to be isolated for 14 days. I just went into my room and cried for an hour because I felt really... um, Oh, really mixed up because on the one hand felt very isolated from my family because although I live in Australia and I love Australia, it's my my home now. I've always known that I've been able to just get on a plane and go to them, like, you know, if someone gets sick in the hospital. Um, so I was really upset to be separated from them in that way, but also extremely grateful because knowing that by doing that, it meant that my family and friends are much less likely to become sick and even more importantly the the trauma of having to deal with so many patients in the hospital and potentially not having enough gear to treat people you know maybe that maybe that won't happen for them so much so it was really um it's been really interesting seeing the New Zealand versus the sort of New South Wales thing and I think the I find it really confusing here that each hospital makes its own rules you know, there's the public versus the private. There's the states have another idea. The federal government says something else. It's been very confusing to keep up with what's going on. And, you know, we're, we're on Twitter the whole time and social media, but trying to keep up has been very confusing. But in a way, New Zealand has the advantage where it's just got, you know, one central government and that's the message. It's almost like the way my schools have operated. You know, the head, head teachers just said the message and that's it. It's quite clear about what's going on. I think that that's been, I think, obvious is that those who've been able to be coherent and give clear messaging, that's been a key leadership uh, trait for me. Where there hasn't been that, it's, as you say, been very confusing and frustrating and potentially very damaging to getting the right message out there and getting people um, to do what is necessary. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that. I mean, Beck, you know, you and I and others on Twitter have seen this coming. I don't know, how long have we been following this for? I mean, how many weeks have we been saying, oh, should we talk about the virus? At least eight eight weeks. weeks. It's at least eight weeks. You know, and we've talked, we've sort of said, oh, shall we talk about the virus? And it's been tricky for people in, in hospitals because when they've raised it, sometimes people aren't ready to hear the message. And you're sort of perceived as sort of raising alarm. And I think, I think in general, we've been, you know, a bit slow to get going. And now there's kind of the scramble. And I, I don't know, this, the cruise ships, honestly, I can't get my head, you know, the New South Wales cruise ships, I can't get my head around well, that. just New South Wales. So I live in Port Melbourne. I live um, a block away from the beach, um, just near... Um, where the spirit of Tasmania docks and there's also that's where the cruise ships dock in Melbourne Um, and there were two cruise ships that came in last night and because it's before the curfew that um, the Prime Minister has set all those people have come off Um, my understanding is they haven't been tested and they're not going into quarantine because it's before the midnight deadline Um, I really really hope that 
those of us that want a lockdown now are wrong. Uh, but having spoken, so my best friend who I've known since I was oh, maybe six years old, um, lives in New York. She has a six-month-old baby. She rang me this morning and uh, she rang actually to check I was okay because she's not medical. Um, they are safe in their apartment. They have a system going where they've got food delivered. They've figured out how to get wine delivered. They have a six-month-old who is adorable and, um, you know, is completely unaware that the world around her has um, completely changed and that she's in an epicentre of chaos and disease. They rang to check up on me because they know that I'm a healthcare worker, that I'm a doctor and that um, Australia you know, possibly going to be like New York, like America, like Italy, like Spain, like the UK in not very long at all. And she was so calm. It was really interesting conversation. She was so calm and I said, look, I'm really worried that that it's going to be like that. And she said, yeah, you should be. And so that was, (laughs) it was, it was both reassuring to hear her voice, quite chilling and very much like, there are people that effectively in the future, even though we're ahead of them time-wise, time zone-wise, telling us what's going, what potentially could happen and we have the capacity to stop it. And it doesn't really feel like enough people are paying attention. And that's fairly chilling. And I think, like you said, the, the tra- from a transformation point of view, you know, um, you know, the, the podcast we did last year, which resulted in me speaking to the medical deans of Australia and New Zealand, which was around changing how we teach medicine and understanding that medical knowledge changes um, and is changing rapidly. And that, that stat that we talked about, which was that in 1950, met, to double medical knowledge took 50 years. And then in 2020, it was projected that it was going to be 73 days. Well, it's now March 28th, Um, so we're not even three full months into the year, and I think it's fair to say there has been more than a doubling of medical knowledge in that in in under that time, because we all know an awful lot about a disease that none of us knew anything about um, in 2019. Yeah, it's it's interesting times. I must say. I've been noticing our Twitter colleagues, particularly from the UK, go a bit quiet. And I know that a number of them are at home, either self-isolating because they're contacts or self-isolating because they're actually sick. And it is, it's like our future, which is current in the UK, is trying to speak to us. And it's interesting because like the, the China thing happened and I think it felt distant to us, separate. And then the Italy thing happened, I think mostly in Australia. Well, Australia healthcare workers on Twitter, when Italy happened, we kind of sat up and took notice. But I think general Australian were not, you know. And now that the UK guys are talking about it, we're kind of into it. I think I think only time will tell. So I think... Uh... We might need to come back to this next week and see what's happened in seven days. Yeah.